What's up? It is John Boy and Jake Radio. It is Wednesday, May 15th. Pop Goes Punk Week rolls on. That was the starting line. A band. Wow. Holy shit. Okay, so Jake, the starting line covering Ja Rule and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I'm real. That. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's the wow reaction? I couldn't even tell what they were saying. Oh, yeah, because I'm real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is, uh, that Ja Rule J-Lo song was the first song I downloaded. Kazaa, I think. Nice. Definitely the first song I illegally downloaded. And uh, one time, I, I and Starting Line was the first CD I stole. Wow. Like, I stole the hard copy. Like, you r- ripped stole it or stole it from a shop? I stole it from a store. What? Yeah. So that's and they and then the one's covering the other. So that's crazy. Jeez. Stole it from uh, Hollister or Abercrombie and Fitch. I thought I was the bad boy of the podcast. No, you're a goody two shoes. Wow. You got to go to jail now. Imagine. So stupid if I would have got caught for stealing a, like a, a band I didn't even really know or like. It's the uh, butterfly effect, man. Well, it was more like I, like me and my buddy just stole it because we were like, it's easy to steal. It's just the risk ain't worth it. But we were young, like 14, so I don't think we would have gotten that much trouble. You get you get caught, and then you're mad you get caught, and then you do it again, and now it's your second charge. Now you're in juvie. Now you're getting beat up. Now you're, now you're, uh, ooh. Well, that Ja Rule and J-Lo combo is great, huh? So much better than whatever the hell that was, yes. I li- well, yeah, but this is for people that like punk. Right, but even if you like punk, I think, I mean... J-Lo and Ja Rule on that song? Are you kidding me? The way you move, the way you talk, the way you sun. Now J-Lo is with A-Rod doing big stuff, and Ja Rule's like... Actually, he didn't go to jail he for He did Fire big Fest. stuff. He didn't get in any trouble for <laughs> Firefest. Isn't that crazy? He got in he zero trouble. He did real big stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. He... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's really bad. Um, tough look for Ja Rule. Um, uh, cute, cute girl on my bus ride in middle school said I looked like Ja Rule, and it, I still carry that with me every day. 
I think uh, mostly, were, mostly just because she talked to me. She said, you look like Ja Rule. Yeah. I think that the only thing in common that you have with Ja Rule is you're both short. What could she um, possibly I mean, say? I, I have nose. I have ears. I have eyes. Like, you're being very obtuse about this. No, I'm not. You look... N- I don't think you look like Ja Rule. Well, I'm telling you, it was her opinion, and that is fine. I think she was insulting you, and you didn't realize it. No, she wasn't. She's a, she's a friend to this day, James. So... <laughs> it's okay that like you don't that. see it. It's okay. We, I know what was happening. You were probably wearing a basketball jersey and a backwards hat, and you were short. And she was like, "If you, you think like I wore a hat any time before college, now you're just being a bad friend to me." I don't you think know. You, I wasn't a hat guy. I don't think you look like Ja Rule, and that's fine. I don't think but it's I'm a compliment. You what she said. I don't think it's a compliment to to for someone to say they look like Ja Rule. Like he's not. He's not a someone you want to hear that about. I mean, it was different times, man. We're talking middle school. It was fine. It was her opinion. <laughs> I don't think I look a ton like Charol either, Jimmer. <laughs> you I'm telling don't. you what she said, bud. <laughs> she was being, well, she's a dummy. What a dummy. Okay, That's there you go. Weird yeah, comparison. insult her, not me. I wasn't insulting you. You were, you said, <laughs> you said, you said someone not <laughs> looking like Ja Rule is an insult, which knowing the information would be telling me I'm ugly. No, I think Ja Rule's ugly. That's why I said it's an insult to compare someone to Ja Rule. Right. You, I think she was insulting you and I'm mad at her about it. She wasn't insulting me though. That's what I'm telling you. I know, but I wasn't insulting you. I had your back. You just didn't know it. Well, I don't know if I want someone stealing CDs like that to have my back. It's the only CD I ever stole. Back then, I'm getting compared to Ja Rule and you're a CD thief. Now look. Times they are changing. I paid for shoes, and then we just put the CD in the shoes and then left. That's like uh Not that it makes it that much better, but it kind of does. Because it's kind of like a little kid mode that you're like, well, I bought these shoes. The CD's overpriced anyways. Like, I'm throwing it in the bag. It was um, more of like just like 15, 14-year-old curiosity. Like, what happens if I put the CD in this shoebox and we walk out? Like, we have a receipt. Nice. Oh, like, you went in the shoebox? That's what I just told oh, you. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's real bad. I paid for the shoes. We put the CD in the shoebox. We walked out. The buzzer went off. We just flashed the receipt. And they said, oh, yeah, you paid for those shoes. And we left. Wow. We were like, why is this? This is too easy. I thought they were both in a bag. I thought you had a shoebox in the bag and the CD in the bag. But going in the shoebox, oh, that's dirty. (laughs) Wow. Well, yeah. Starting line. Starting line had some good songs on their own. So let's hear them. The oh, best. I wanted you to sing them. Um, I can't. It's the best of me is what I would play for you. Okay. Tying up phone lines. Recognize it? It was popular. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know this. Yep. 
I don't know any other songs, but I know that one. Good times. How was your day yesterday? My day yesterday was uh, a little all over the board. It was the anticipation day of the lottery, which we'll talk about a little bit. Um, lottery came and go. I did some Jakey juggles around the lottery. Um, uh, Jess had a work happy hour. That was like, it was at a really close bar to us. And I was like, hey, Jess, like I, like six to eight, I got to be working and doing stuff. Um, Like if you really want, I could show up at five, say hi to some of your coworkers I know and leave. She's like, yeah, that'd be great, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, I, I can do that. So I showed up, had a pretty good Jake performance, had one old fashioned, said hi to everyone was sweating bullets because it was hot in Denver. Uh, showed up in the Knicks hat, so I was doing the whole, oh, yeah, Knicks, Yankees, podcast, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then when I was leaving, I pretended to jump off a balcony. I was like, oh, I'll take the quick way out. Um, and then there was, there was a... Uh, <laughs> no tears from that? There was a high railing. There was a high railing to the balcony. So after I did my fake, I'm going to leave by killing myself. I did. Uh, I said, "There's no way I could jump over that," and then I left. <laughs> and there got some laughs. Made my impression at the work happy hour while still being back on the couch, setting up to do some live talking Nick stuff for the lottery, um, which could have been so much worse. Um, Yankees game getting rained out again. It's like, okay, I forget what a baseball even looks like at this point. We have an, we have an off day tomorrow too. Uh, five eight, my height. Five eight is the score of Jake's day. I I took a nap in the middle of the day. I went and got a haircut. I drove around town. I was in such a daze. I went to two haircut places. Didn't get a haircut there because of one didn't have room. One didn't take card. Just drove around in the days. We had a we had a pretty loopy pregame show. Then I took a big nap. Then I woke up to help out during the uh, lottery. Then I took NyQuil and I laid in bed and I, I got a good night's sleep. I feel good today, but yesterday wasn't great. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four eight again. Wow. Double down. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was a great day. I was feeling sick. The haircut time sounded fun. No, they're fun to tell someone about, but they weren't fun right. to participate in. Well, they didn't hear them on here. What? It's so stupid, like I go to the haircut place. I was trying to go to like an actual barber, you know? Not right. A super cuts or some something like that. Sure. And I walk in and first off, I walk in and I just hate trendy barbershops. I don't know right. why they piss me off. Like <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't like them. You're so not I, trendy. I'm not trendy. That's the thing. Yeah. I just feel like I don't belong. It's probably a me thing when that. So I walk in and they're like, I don't know, it's just trendy out the ass. I'm like, this sucks. And I walk in and I'm like, hey, I'm like, they got a reservation. I'm the only person there I'm like no, right no like oh shit if you came in like half hour early i could have taken you and i was like there's no one here though it was like i got someone coming in at four minutes and i wanted if i was an obnoxious human being i'd be like there's three other people here don't you all cut hair yeah right and instead i just said okay bye they said you Perfect. can make a reservation that was the best thing they could have told you yeah i was like cut my losses i don't i don't want to yes. be in this trendy stupid haircut place anyway. i think it was one of those you know how there's usually conversations under conversations it's normally like a stand-up joke like 
sure, I would love to help you, secretly means like, I don't have time to help you. Please go elsewhere. That's kind of the conversation you guys had in the barbershop. They were like, you're not trendy enough to be here. <laughs> you're hurting our rep. You're Maybe. saying, I'm not trendy enough. I don't want to be here. They were like a so hole. you guys th- shook hands. They were like a hole in the wall. I thought I was doing them a favor by like not knowing about them and going in. Because they're like, who knows about this place? You're not even on Google Maps. Right. And then, you know what I don't like? They like the trendy barbershops want to like do art on your head. Like just right. give me a haircut. I don't need anyone. I don't want to walk around and someone say like, oh, dude, got lined up. Nice haircut. Like that's my nightmare. So anyway, I went to this okay. $10 spot. Now, then it was the quickest haircut. They didn't put any fucking cover on my neck. So it's the itchiest I've ever been after a haircut. But in the end, Katie said she liked the haircut. So. We're good. We're fine. Like to call you it look a, great. Like to call it a puppy cut. Like that's what we get Zimmer, even though he's old man. Puppy cut. Like that's what the haircut's called for Zimmer. It's like don't style him like a Wheaton Terrier was. Just give him a puppy cut, which is just just trim him. Don't make him look dumb. Don't shave him. Just right. give him a puppy cut. And uh, that's kind of like what I want in my hair. Just trim this up. Don't make me look stylish. Don't make me look dumb. Yeah, I. You look great, by the way. Thanks, man. Look like Ja Rule. Great. You look. Uh, I wouldn't say you look that good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I hadn't gone out in public for a little while. <laughs> um, like I've just I've been going mop top. You've you've been seeing it. You yeah. you see me on a daily basis. I've been going JV soccer mop top recently. Um, which is fine if you're, I mean, my, my biggest public events lately have been like dressing up ugly for the Derby. I put on my dumb Vanderbilt hat, um, or like going to the pool at my apartment, which I don't obviously do my hair for. So going to this happy hour thing was the first time I've like tried to quote unquote do my hair since like a while, like since I've gotten a haircut. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I did it, and I was like, oh, no, this is a tough look. Because I've got the curly cues that come off the side here. Yep, yep. So if I flip my hair up and make it look slick, it's like, okay, that's a look. But I've got curly cues coming off the side, which isn't a look. That's like a Bozo the Clown look. Mm-hmm. Um, so luckily, uh, Jess's company is pretty, it's a, you know, it's a new modern Denver company. So I was like, hey, can I wear a hat? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you can wear a hat. Um And basically, I made that my talking point. I was like, oh, yeah, Nick's lottery. And then I take the hat off. I'd be like, look how bad my hair looks. And then I left. (laughs) So uh, it's a good, uh, I was going to say it's a good way to make an impression. I've been debating doing a really stylish, like super trendy haircut just for Proach's bachelor party. I don't know. Don't ask me. Just for like a weekend. Just like have one of those super hard line, like Luke Voigt cuts or something. Because I'd never actually maintain it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna. But it sounds fun in my head. (laughs) Let's go to the sports. There's a ton of sports to talk about. The Yankees got rained out again for the second night in a row, but they did acquire first base DH Kendris Morales and cash considerations from Oakland in exchange for a player to be named later or cash considerations. Hey, we'll return you that same cash. 
The Mets beat the Washington Nationals. Syndergaard with a good start. Eight innings pitched, two earned runs. Wilson Ramos hit a grand slam in the first inning, and they never really looked back, Jake. The Knicks get the third pick in the draft. The Knicks get the third pick in the draft. The Knicks get the third pick in the draft. That's about all. So the Mets won. Syndergaard did good. The Yankees got rained out. This whole segment is going to be the Knicks. Three in a row by the Mets, Jim. Back to 500. Nice. Nice. Good job, the Mets. Good job, the Mets. The Knicks, job, the Mets. Knicks fans need to shut up. Whoo. Get them, Jim. I'm, uh, I thought it was cute for a while, and now I just think Knicks fans suck. Mm. What, I, what I've seen is so annoying. All up to the draft, there's no way we get Zion, not with our luck. There's no way we get Zion, not with our luck. There's no way we get Zion, not with our luck. You just know something's going to happen. You just know something's going to happen. So, okay, you'd be, you'd be very happy if you got him then. You'd be like, What happened luck. would be 14% odds. Yeah. 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 Out of the bottom three picks, the Knicks are the only ones that don't drop a spot. They stay in the top three. And all I heard was just stay in the top three. Just stay in the top three. Knicks stay in the top three. The other two teams go outside the top three. Those two teams have all the reason to complain in the world. And Knicks fans are posting reaction videos like someone stabbed their dog. Like now yeah. it's now it's like this great injustice when the entire time leading up to this, all I heard was just stay in the top three and I'll be happy. Just stay in the top three and I'll be happy. And it's like Knicks fans are in this perpetual cycle of they they just like we're miserable. So let's just be miserable. That's what people want to hear. So let's just be miserable. And I'm it's a miserable I'm, fan base. I'm so sick of it. Like I, I, I thought it was cute and fun for a little bit. And this just made me think everyone's dumb and annoying. Dumb and oh, annoying. Yeah. It's 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 the opposite of what you're used to with the Yankees. I mean, they're they're literally reversed franchises. Um the Yankees haven't had a losing season since what is it, twenty four years now or something like that? I I'm blanking on the number, but uh the the Knicks and so the top three thing, um, I mean, that's partially hanging out with me and talking Knicks crew and people that kind of know the Knicks because that's knowing the draft pull and knowing the circumstances and knowing the odds. Like, if we landed four or five, that would have been a death punch. Like, I would have been a miserable little clam today if we landed fourth or fifth. Um, I mean, the Knicks, quote-unquote, technically still dropped two spots. Um, Cleveland dropped three. Phoenix dropped three. The Lakers were the Lakers, Memphis, New Orleans all jumped seven, six, six, respectively. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's just it's knowing the actual odds of it all. Um, and I mean, it's you're right. A lot of note it is a lot of the because it's it, you know, this with Yankees Twitter, you know, there's a group and a core group of people that when you see them tweet stuff or they know stuff, you're like, yeah, that's a good opinion, or they're normally pretty much in lockstep with you, or they normally have pretty good logic going on. And then outside of that, you have the crazies. And I mean, the majority of Knicks fans are the crazies uh, because it's also just a more popular league to casually follow, and it's easier to casually follow. Um, so yeah, I mean, you got a lot of bad negativity from it. Um, like you, I... We we did a talking Knicks live thing on it that I think we just posted, and um, we we were all okay being top three. 
Um, I, I think the best way I phrased it was we didn't lose tonight. Um, there was one way to win, which gave us 14% odds of doing that. Um, and the top three picks, I've been saying, that's still not losing. Um, I, I think the Knicks still have a good chance for Anthony Davis. The Pelicans getting the one pick is pretty wild. Um, the Lakers being the pick just after the Knicks, I think that could end up being a pretty big factor in this all. Um, so I don't know. It's it's not Zion. We didn't get Zion, and you know the the gods weren't ever in our favors. And Jimmy, the big thing was when they got to that final four, it was the Knicks, the Lakers, Memphis, and New Orleans. So you had the three teams that were jumping everyone, and the Knicks who were had the quote unquote best odds. So in that moment, because they went to commercial break before they announced those four, yeah, the top yeah. four, I think in that time, every Knicks fan, the switch went on and said, we've won the lottery, Zion's coming to town. Um, that being said, I mean, you're right. It's, it's just a totally different fan base than the Yankees. The Knicks expect the worst to happen. And then when it no, does, no, no, they no, 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 that's the problem. They expected the best to happen. No, no, no. They expected the worst, and then they still want to complain about the worst when it happens. No, my no. They if they're reacting now as if they expected to get Zion, when they will tell you, "I never expect to get Zion because the worst always happens to me." Well, then why are you surprised and reacting like this? That's what I was just telling you. They never expected to get Zion, and then they still want to make a scene over it. That's being a Knicks fan. Yeah, it's it's uh. I mean, just the other two teams that had the same odds as you did worse. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, people want to view it through their different scopes. Their, their Knicks did worse than expected, so that's how they want to view it. Um, they, they, don't, they don't care about the other teams. and what, how, how, call it. how far away are we from like the, the, the last place getting the one pick? So, Jim, I think this is the interesting thing. that so And this is literally what happened. We had... Uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, we only saw, we, we saw two teams slide down one spot. Um, and that was because the Lakers went up. So the Lakers originally from 11 went up to four. Um, I think the problem with this system is this isn't going to prevent teams from tanking, um, because you still end up getting better odds. I mean, it's still very much a crapshoot but you still want the better odds. But the fact is, the top 10 teams, I mean, look how much movement there was in this draft. And if you're anyone that's been hitting the Sim Lottery button on Tankathon, um, you know that you can get crazy results each time. And that's what happened. And that's why, with all these odds being so slim, I'm not a statistical person, but we had, we had six teams with 9%, between 9 and 14% odds. We had two teams with 6% are the one and two picks. I, I just think if you're going to make it this wide open, and again, this is me and you a little bit being anarchist, let's just open up the whole damn thing. Make the lottery just a lottery um, and and just have it fully be random because right now, so I mean. Is this the first year in the last couple of years that the the last place didn't get the one pick? Um, no, I mean, it, it shuffles around a little bit, but the problem was you could only drop so far and your percentages were much higher. Um, 
like you the it used to be you had a tw- if you were the worst team you had a 25% chance at the one pick. Um yeah, and it looks like from 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18 though the the last or the last place got it. So that actually does kind of suck for Knicks fans. Looks like yeah, 2015 I, so, Timberwolves didn't so that's, change. That's the other thing that's missing here, Jim, is the fact that, and, and it's, it comes with fandom and you know, this as very much as Yankees world, it's, it's how much knowledge you actually have. I'm sure there was people that were still tweeting and not knowing that this was the first year the lottery odds had changed. Um, because there is an ex- expectation that if you have the, the worst odds, you have the best chance for the one pick. Real hot take there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is – I don't want to say it's on the Knicks for waiting to tank till this year because it's also the Zion show. But um, it's, it's a lottery. It's random. They, um, it could have been a lot worse, I, and I know a lot of people – a lot of people, I, I think even even some basketball people don't think there's a big difference between the three and the four pick. I personally do. I think after after the third pick, I think the talent falls off a cliff in this draft. And the, the Knicks are still going to make a run for Anthony Davis. That looks a little different now. If, if you're into that stuff, we talked about it a little bit on Talking Knicks, um, and we're going to be talking about it for the upcoming months now. So... Uh, could have been worse. Still not great. Um, kind of fun. That was your first lottery. Yeah. Uh, it was fast. They they did speed it up this year. I think I think they used to do the hour show, and yeah. everyone was like, "Yo, this is dumb." <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just tell us. Yeah, I get the drama, but I I think the drama of it unfolds just. adds unnecessary dumb heartbreak like you said when those top four came out everyone changed their opinion and like now we got to get the number one and then now they're upset that they got the three but beforehand if they just said you get the three they'd be like oh thank god so yeah that's uh that's the drama of it all baby and yeah i mean the odds changed a little bit when it was the knicks and those three teams in there but um yeah, we'll see. It's it's going to be interesting that the Anthony Davis stuff is going to be pretty wild to see how that plays out and what the Knicks do with the pick, if they trade or whatever. But um, I thought they were going to be like picking the balls in front of people. Yeah, I, I don't think that would work because I think you have to like... Remix them? Like you'd have to take everyone's balls out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was weird <laughs> that it was like literally just a guy reading off the results that already happened yeah i mean it's all they they bring in ernst and young to actually like officiate the the event or whatever i i don't know i'm sorry about the ping pong balls national news not no well jim that was mostly nick centric on the lottery the lottery is the huge story Zion Williamson will be going to New Orleans uh, on the Bayou. That's going to mean some crazy stuff for their franchise. It means they're going to keep their franchise, which is even crazier. Memphis with the two and the Lakers with the big move up to the four. They're going to be a huge part of the Anthony Davis drama. 
Uh, the hockey, your Bruins, Jim. Who stole the Kishka? They go up 3-0 after a tight 2-1 win. Talk about that later. Uh, more Boston. This is just a Boston sports show. Chris Sale with 17 strikeouts. Boston strikes out 24 as a team. In a loss. Suck our ducks. Golden State rolls over Portland in game one. Uh, Portland can't hang with them. Ugh. Do you have more? Do you have more lottery stuff that you want to say? Um, the New Orleans thing is going to be crazy. Um, there's going to be so many rumors. It's the old. They have Cleveland's old GM during the LeBron years, David Griffin. So there's already been like they'll trade Zion for LeBron to pair LeBron with Anthony Davis. There's going to be, um, there's going to be Anthony Davis to Boston, to New York, to Lakers, to I'm sure other teams will come out of the woodwork. Um. Just the rumor mill is going to be crazy, and I, I'm kind of excited for New Orleans. I mean, it's 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 almost like a video game dream. Like, you're going to have the one pick, you get Zion Williamson, and you're basically going to be able to trade for a bunch of other young players and basically start your dynasty mode. So that's kind of a GM's dream. We'll see what he does with it. Um, the Grizzlies getting the two pick is just like the most Grizzlies thing ever. Um, and then the Lakers moving up um, is is uh i i mean it's just going to be a huge story lebron's going to be shopping that pick for sure um other than that i i don't know um we'll we'll see what comes out of it um did you see any of the sale highlights no i actually didn't but i i like saw some of this game but i didn't see any sale actually well but they lost which is hilarious they couldn't hang with my Rockies, so um, I mean, it tough is break. It is gonna make me laugh anytime. I don't think their bullpen has been as bad as it should be, the Red Sox, right? But anytime it does falter, which is unfair because all bullpens yeah. falter. The R- R- Yankees have had many, but like they struck out twenty four batters total and still falls fails. Yeah, but it's more uh, the offense failed for Boston here because I mean they were. <laughs> they were up what four nothing no they were up three nothing and sale gave up a two-run homer and then they bring in they bring in workman who gives up a two-run homer so now they're down yeah Moreland tied it it goes extra and that crooked head fuck brazier gives up the go ahead with a walk leadoff walk brazier comes in top 11th leadoff walk jake Jeez. yeah it's a Tough, tough look. He had a couple walks, didn't strike anyone up. He's up to three, five, seven. Barnes and Workman are having good years for them. Um, Jim, you know what's funny? Uh, runs are still important. Um, Kyle Freeland goes six, gives up three earned runs with seven Ks. Sale goes two earned runs with 17 Ks. So it's uh, it's the difference between one run. I obviously know that one is <laughs> much more impressive, but giving up runs still matters. It's a hot take for some of the analytics people still. Well, yeah, a lot of people will tell you Sale had a much better night. No, right. He didn't. No, he didn't. It wasn't yeah. much. It wasn't much better. Yeah. That's why I, that's that's my biggest gripe. Right. My biggest gripe. Kyle Freeland goes six innings pitched, three earned runs. 
Chris Sale goes seven innings pitch, two earned runs. Like Sale had the better night, but not much better. Because the strikeouts yeah, like, don't mean dick. If if it was three earned runs to three earned runs, you and I would be sitting here saying you guys had the same performance. Yeah. Because that's what we care about. And then all all the nerds start getting mad because well, it's not predictive. And it's like, I know that. We all know that. But the result matters, yeah. guys. Freeland also um, gave up three home runs, but who cares? Yeah. Um, Do you see the one home run that no one knows if it was fair or foul, but it was called fair? I did not. I did a breakdown of it. Uh, Chavis, is that his name? Michael Chavis? Yeah. He hit one that would have cleared two green monsters. The highest home run I've seen in a long, long time. So high, it goes into like the stormy sky that you can't see the ball. And everyone thought it was foul. The Rockies broadcast thought it was foul. The Ness end, Jeremy Renner was like, that ball was, well, a home. Good for Chavis. <laughs> That's what he said. Um, <laughs> we'll but the, the replays they show are really, really confusing because it looks foul, but it's so far past the foul pole by the time they show it, but you can't really tell. I don't know. Right. It, was a, it was a bomb, though. It was like yeah. one of the higher hit balls I've seen. I'm all right with counting some bombs. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm interested. They had him playing at second base that game. They're uh, looks like he's played second, third, and first a little bit this year. I so. guess he got popped for like PDs. Yankee. Some Yankee fans obsessed with Boston. Weird me out. No. Last year, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I don't care about Boston. Yeah. Um, what else is there? The Bruins won. That was obvious. Two one. Not obvious. Close game. Yeah, but it was obvious the Bruins were going to win. No. Canes suck. No. Yeah. They had, they got, they're watching the game on lawn chairs. Keep going back to the lawn chairs. You can't, you can't win. You can't win when your fan base is watching you play on beach chairs. The, the beach chair mafia. You just can't, just can't win NHL playoff games with a fan base watching on beach chairs. So they're down 3 0. And they'll learn that. They'll learn that lesson. They just bring it bring in some snow and cold weather and don't don't tailgate on lawn chairs. And then you'll win hockey games. That's how that works. Going to halftime. You don't think there's lawn chairs at the Boston tailgates. No, they don't sit outside and watch it on a big screen in the parking lot. No, not the parking lot thing. That's a that's yeah. That is a new weird sports town thing. Toronto, Carolina, couple couple towns do that. Yeah, it's weird. Big news, Jake. Well, maybe I'll just put this in the news. Let's put this in the news storyline. You got any halftime thing before I go into the news? I don't think so. All right, let's go to news. Six o'clock. Time for the news. A man accused of killing his family wants a millionaire to bail him out. Another man wanted his burger his way and didn't get it his way, so he slapped his sleeping girlfriend in the face with the cheeseburger. A mayor, the mayor of Sandwich, quits after being charged with soliciting a prostitute. Extremely scary and aggressive wild turkeys are terrorizing a Boston neighborhood. A Hofstra fraternity got suspended for forcing the dog to drink beer from the keg. 
A blood trail led a Michigan a blood trail led Michigan homeowners to a baseball bat attack victim who had just escaped from the river and potato throwing teenagers are scaring off town's tourists. Also, this just in on Twitter, my dude Shervin retweeted that the Virgin Hyperloop One has has been built, Jake. The Hyperloop has structures are starting to get set. How about that? Nice. Yeah, it's closing in on its funding. Yeah, it's like a a big tunnel in the middle of nowhere. I wonder where this is. Missouri. Yeah, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to have to see that bad boy in motion before I get excited about it. Yeah. Well, our friends Chapin and Proach are probably incredibly excited. I think they're big Hyperloop fans. Oh, yeah. Huge Hyperloop fans. What story do you want to go to first here? What story do I want? Um, I don't like a blood trail. Um. Hoster fraternity for suspending, forcing dog to drink beer from keg. I'm kind of into that. Yeah, suspend him. Yeah. No brainer. I think my brother Luke wanted to get a dog once. I think that's like a common thing. You go to college, you get freedom for the first time. You feel like an adult and you're like, I'm going to get a pet. Yeah, I'm going right. to get a, I'm going to get a pet in the middle of the college experience. And me and my dad were like, you're not going to, that's not going to work out because you're going to want to go party. You're not going to want to take care of the dog. Your friends are going to want to like mess with the dog and then you're going to have to get in fights with them because it's your do- it's a dog after all. Right. And uh, my dad, my dad said, I think he said like, yeah, my frat had a dog and they just like messed with it. And it was like, I didn't like it. Like it was fucked up. Something like that. Yeah. It, it either turns into like, you're the person too into your, like, because you have to be too into your dog to like protect it from your friends in college life. Or you become the person that's neglecting a dog, and now you're the bad person. So, uh, college dogs are not a good play. Um, even though it'll it'll rope you in, maybe a, a gal or a guy or two or whatever you're trying to do, but not the play. Um, so, are we mad? So I don't want to click this video. What video? I mean, there's a video of the them feeding beer to the dog. Oh, there is? I didn't even click the link. Fucking Hofstra. Jim, actually watch the video because I thought it was going to be super fucked up from the start of it. And then it turned out to be like not that bad. And like, I think you'd be shocked to hear me say that as a dog person. So they're holding the dog up to do like a keg stand. Um, they just kind of splash beer on its tongue for like a second. I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not into that. I don't even like dogs that much or animals. I'm not a, I'm not a big animal right. protector. Yeah. Not into that. That, I mean, no, Jake, how many times you think they did that? I mean, they got it on Snapchat once. That's the problem. That's not a trick. You just do once at a party. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. But, like, if this video is the only evidence and we've got people getting in, like, big trouble, I mean, that's that's kind of tough. I mean, I think you're right. But if that's the only evidence, like, that was that was nothing. Yeah. Don't well, get a college dog. Don't get a college dog. The, this, this, uh, this story, a man accused of killing his family wants a millionaire to bail him out. I'm re- trying to read along here. So he's accused of killing his like mother, brother, and father. Sure. But he says he's innocent. I have no idea on the details, so who knows? Uh, right. A lot of innocent people have been accused of stuff. He was granted a $750,000 bond, but has not been able to post it. And he's just trying his best to get someone to post bond so he can prove his innocence. Let's take this from the standpoint that he is innocent. Okay. There's no way he's going to get freed. Like, it just seems fucked. How do you do that if you're innocent? How do you, how do you battle this? $750,000 bond? That would mean you need, like, what, seventy five grand to pay it? Yeah, I think so, because it's, what, 10%? Yeah. Um, he's offering exclusive rights to his story. There's a nice little twist. Um, if you, I would like to talk with you this way, he told the uh, in the email. If you happen to know any millionaires who would like to post my bond, I'd be eternally grateful and I'd give them exclusive rights for my story. That's not that convincing. Yeah, not not that convincing. You have to... You have to push, like, you have to come out hard with, like, I have evidence that I didn't do it, I was here, blah, blah, blah. Um, Like, you need to go hard on the innocent train, and then you close it out with, like, the almost a desperation, like, I, I, I don't have the money, but I'll do anything to pay it off, whether it's taking the story rights or if I have to work and give you every dollar. Um but it's also like the bond. So, I mean, how long is he going to be in jail for till he gets on trial? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Like, I I understand what you're doing a little bit, but also like, all right, well, if you're innocent, you shouldn't be in jail for that long. And then and then you have your story and you can make <laughs> make your money off of your family getting killed and you not doing it or whatever you want to do. Sucks if he's a victim and all his family died and now he's got to do this. Right? I mean, that is like worst case scenario. If you get claimed for a family killing or something and you didn't do it, that's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Is it as bad as the mayor of Sandwich, Illinois, uh, having to resign because he popped up in a prostitution sting? I mean, do I reference Bob Kraft? I don't know. Rick um, A. Olson resigned as sandwich mayor on Monday, three days after being charged with solicitation of a sexual act. Sandwich City Clerk Denise says Olson's letter will be read late Monday at a city council meeting. 66-year-old Olson has been mayor of Sandwich since 2013. He served as the city's police chief the prior 16 years. Tough look, Rick A. Olson. They got arrested some prostitutes, which led them to big names. I don't know, man. 
If you're a police chief, then mayor, you definitely feel like you can get away with anything. Yeah, that's true. That's a little. That's a little too much of a power path. You probably should be able to get one. Can we do a just fun try, story? Just try to legalize it in your town, Rick. Yeah, right. Well, I was just trying. I was just talking with them. I was soliciting information because we're trying yeah. to better. I their was lives. undercover, you idiots. Yeah, he's doing it for the police station. The uh, the man who wanted it his way and slapped the sleeping girlfriend in the face with the cheeseburger because it wasn't his way. I'm mad at that journalist. Uh, okay. They made it. The headline seem kind of silly enough, you know, that it could be be read on our show here. Right. Kind of silly. It's not. He just fucking abused his girlfriend, threw her down a flight of stairs, beat her up. Now he's in jail. Don't turn that into a cute headline about a sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm obviously not going to click it now, but I is there like a Burger Queen, Burger King twist? Because isn't it, I want it my way, or isn't that a Burger King thing or something she, like that? She made him a cheeseburger, but didn't make it the way he wanted it, so he beat her up. Ah, okay, yeah, because I, I was going to say, I think Burger King had a slogan that you want it your way or something like that, so I thought there was going to be a twist there, but yeah, they uh, they baited you into just a normal bad story. Yeah, yeah they, they turned like a, a bad story into something cute, which is fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's how you read it, but yeah. I think I, you, you weren't interested in this blood trail story? Um, the way I, I, I mean, the you head- say you say like me being <laughs> super not interested in a blood trail story <laughs> sounds kind of odd. Well, I'm interested that to me, this reads like someone tried to rob a home. They hit him with a baseball bat and then he ran away and then he was dripping blood. So they were able to find where he ran. That's a cool story for me. And like vengeance had served. And they well, get sounds like a story you'd be into. Then. <laughs> I am into it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. The owners of the home said they found their front door forced open with blood throughout the inside and outside of the house. When they searched the home, the owner said they found a man covered in blood in their bathroom. They said he was conscious and breathing, but had obvious head injuries. Oh, wow. So this dude got hit before going into the home. He had been attacked by multiple people with a baseball bat. He is a 30-year-old Northville resident. Detective said the man had entered the Lynn Township home to get help for his injuries, so it is not being considered a home invasion. Wow, that sucked. That's fucked up. So he just got yeah. beat up with baseball bats, ran into the closest home to get help. Yeah, bad time. Oh. A woman was charged. Jessica... Kropa Winky, 24. She yeah. is being held in lieu of $1 million bail with no 10% and GPS tethering if she is released. And so is her boyfriend. I don't know why they beat him up with a baseball bat. But that sucks. Yeah, classic uh, Oakland boyfriend-girlfriend duo. Let's, we're still hunting for a story that isn't shitty. And I think this one has hope. These people in this town are throwing potatoes at the tourists because <laughs> they don't want them in their town. Go. Now, this is more our speed, Jim. It seems harmless enough. 
unless they've like if I if I read this article and it it says you know they killed someone with a potato throw. Uh, they were shoving it. potatoes up tourist asses. <laughs> um, with the community, residents claim that as well as problems with noisy cars and nuisance bikers, youths often jump out or unleash foul mouth tirades at passerby's. So these kids just really don't want the tourists away from their town. Man, you throw you throw a potato a right way. That'll leave a dent, huh? Yeah. This is a weird sentence that this journalist writes. They thought it was funny to drive at them and throw what can only be described as hard potatoes at them. What do you mean? If were they not hard potatoes, but that's the only way you can describe them? Or were they well, just... that's what I'm wondering. Like, are there? I I haven't done enough potato throwing, but like, I think your best case is if you throw a potato and it explodes on impact. Because if you throw a potato that's so solid it doesn't explode, now you're doing damage. But it, what are they throwing? Because this reporter says they can only be described as hard potatoes. Why would why wouldn't you just say they threw hard potatoes at them? What say ma- mashed potatoes? <laughs> what is the point of saying, like, if I throw a baseball at you, you can make potatoes so many different kind of ways: French fries, breakfast potatoes, mashed potatoes. They're just throwing hard potatoes. I know, but then you would say they could they threw hard potatoes at them. Why is that can only be described as is throwing me for a loop? It makes me seem like they weren't throwing hard potatoes at them, but this journalist I think, wants. I to- think it's a I think it's a word play on the fact that you can make potatoes so many different ways. Mm, interesting. Like I think I think your reporter got a little cheeky here. May have to tweet at this reporter. So what did you mean by only Luis Glenn? What did you mean by only can be described as hard potatoes? Because that couldn't, to me couldn't Luis Glenn respond and say. The only way they could be described is as hard potatoes. And why would Luis Glenn be in the right? <laughs> why wouldn't you just say hard potatoes then? Some fishy's going on here. I think it's a. I think it's a. It's a little play. Give him a. Give him a shout out. Reach wow. out. I think it's a woman. Reach out to her. No, the last. I'm still waiting for Sabrina Shutters to respond to me. That jerk. Well, she's not, and you know that. She moved on. All I asked her was if the turtle lived. She wouldn't let me know. What, what a jerk. Oh, she graduated. <laughs> oh, my God. She got another animal story. It's like the snake chaser. This guy, really scary picture. Don't look at Sabrina Shutter's you Twitter right to, now. You need to comment on the snake chaser picture and say, hey, did the turtle live from the from the windshield turtle story? I will. Looking for an update. Okay. Did the turtle live from the wind windshield turtle story? Yeah. Looking for an update. So now I'm trolling Sabrina Shutters on Twitter. Well, I'm not trolling. I really want to know. You have interest in one of her stories and you're inquiring. You're doing nothing wrong. Thanks, Jake. She has to respond to this one. 
I mean, she can't just keep letting it go at a certain point. She has 200 and I mean, you fo- have more Twitter clout than her. She has 200 Twitter followers, and she's a reporter in whatever town she reports, and I'm someone who's interested in her stories. Did that turtle die? <laughs> what if this is, like, really embarrassing for her, Jake, because she doesn't know? Like, she just... and she's like, She just missed the part of the story. She's kicking herself, like, fuck, why didn't I find out if the turtle died or not? That was the one thing... I missed for making this the perfect story. She just responds all caps. I don't know. I didn't ask. Lay off. Just really sad. She made a mistake. All she wanted to do was fill the people with information, and she left out a huge detail. And I won't stop asking her She's about it. She's in a severe depression about it. Get off my ass, O'Brien! What she's saying. <laughs> what she's saying. All right, let's go to... Bed of the day. It's the bet of the day. Bet of the day. Bet of the day. Bet of the day. It's the bet of the day. Jakey Jakey abandoned his NBA hot streak and is paying the price. Opens up the week. Oh, and two. He misses a baseball bet. He misses an NHL bet. Will he go back to his NBA ways? Even the NBA little side bet he offered was wrong yesterday. So That's tough, why I didn't bet it. Tough times for Jakey Jakey. How is he going to counteract this 0 for 2 streak? Jake, what do you got for us? Jimmy, you know I've always been a sucker for our friend Pat Hapkin. And I'm a sucker for the the rules of gambling. Jimmy, we're going back to the NBA well. Yep, what do you got? Well, there's one game tonight. It's Milwaukee versus Toronto. Okay. We have Milwaukee favored by six and a half. Okay. And Jimmy, I'm going to use a theory that we discussed a little bit the other day. And I think it applies here. Milwaukee has had a lot of rest. They haven't played in a little while. Toronto went to game seven, got the big win at home. Kawhi hits the shot. Is this in Milwaukee? It's in Milwaukee. And what was the line again? Six and a half. Milwaukee's favored? Milwaukee is favored. I am going to... I'm back in the NBA game. I wasn't confident enough last night because Golden State was involved. We're going with the rest theory a little bit. We're going with Toronto and Kawhi trying to sneak one. They won't win. They cover the six and a half. Raptures. They go up early. Bucks come back and win. Damn then they will cover. Yes. I think I like I like how many points Ooh, you got there a game are. one theory going. I like that. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I'll respect your NBA streak still. We'll see if if you abandoning it changes anything. Needed that. But I will agree with you on this one that the Raptors will cover the six and a half points. I, I appreciate you. I, I needed that. I needed a pat on the back. So thank you, Susan. 
<laughs> All right. Big day for Jake and I as the Yankees have a double header. So yeah. if you're watching on YouTube, we'll be back as soon as lineups are announced for the first game, which is probably in like an hour from now. Uh, and then we're pregame show and then game and then pregame show and then game and then post series recap. So Boom. long, long day ahead for you and I. Thank you guys for listening and hanging out with us. And what song uh, am I playing? I'm just going to play whatever song's queued up here. So here you go. Starting line. Yeah. And it's nice to see that